2: Hour number one of the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Just over five hours from kickoff. Let's do this on a Martin Luther King Jr. wild card weekend. Cowboys Monday game day. We're two hours from pregame with Chia following Broaddus. That's coming up at 4 o'clock. General at your service. Salute to you. Happy Cowboys Monday. Here's Brian Broaddus. Lucius Alexander is in the pimp cup over here at Master Control keeping the Gators down. Yeah, Carter Freeman coordinating your video of course Woolchuck and chia follow and along with you we are the g bag nation here on 1053 the fan truckwreck.com Fantex is open i know the the anticipation is building the goosebumps are coming in waves now aren't they yeah mm-hmm. you you can feel the anxiety start to build hope you had a good lunch you know you, you might need that strength uh Because as as kickoff approaches, man, you get those butterflies in your stomach and it's just like, wow, you know, this is when you really feel alive as a sports fan, hoping it can be your team's year. Um, So that's what I think we have right now is hope you get Hankins activated, you get Xavier Rhodes activated. Both are expected to play tonight, but so is Ryan Jensen, the Cowboys are, are the uh, the Buccaneer center. Brian, how you feeling over there, buddy? You still get uh, a little butterflies? Nah, you know you get to a point in time where
3: you just you know there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you know. There's as a personnel guy, you just you hope that you got your coaches enough players to go battle with these guys. You know the matchups. You've worked on it all week. You know, you think, okay, this could go this way or that could go this way. And then it turns out that some guy that, you know, the 47th player that you haven't even thought about makes a play or knocks a ball loose or comes up with some, you know, something to to win this game. So I I just, you, you feel helpless in a way because you just don't know if you've done enough for your coaches. And that's, that's kind of, I, I've always adopted that feeling, you know, even though I'm not part of the the cowboy stuff it it just it it makes you to me it was never good to be too high or too low going into into a game. You just okay, hey, did I do enough to help our coaches? That's all everything, work, everything, I ever thought about.
4: Everything starts to crustify a little bit there, even the yep. fandom, even yep. the fandom for
5: Broadus. You yeah. know, he's yeah. hiding it. He's going to be throwing all kinds of crap while we watch this game.
4: No, nah, right? oh, nah. Those
3: three
5: hours, he changes a little bit, doesn't
4: he? No, Walsha? but you
3: know, you know who you're up against. Yeah. You know, you're up against the greatest ever to play this game. That's, you know, and and are you good enough to withstand his history? You know, that's, that man's 45 years old throwing the ball the way he is yeah, and are you going on. yeah are you good enough to withstand what he's about to all that all that history with this player and and that's the thing if you know if you're you know, you're dan quinn and those guys do you have enough do you have enough on the outside can you find ways to get guys home can you affect the way he throws the ball i mean these are all things you're just because it's really about him and they got some great players though on defense they really really do but the guy that scares you the absolute most is that guy throwing the football. Absolutely Amen is. Amen to that. And Not,
5: it's, it's wild because, I mean, I'm thinking about this. And Dak, you go on the road, you beat Tom Brady. And if Dak Prescott can play well and have a good game, this is one of those statement career-altering yeah. Oh, lives I change in games like this. Man. Lives yeah. change. You got some I mean, legacy opportunity here man, tonight. They're, they're, there's a lot on the line
2: tonight. 972, let's freaking go, boys. No bad vibes. That's from Chase in Terrell who who didn't actually use freaking he's pretty fired up here today <laughs> uh okay the truckrec.com fan text is open before we get to predictions I mean we should reflect we we only have two hours today an unbelievable first five games of your wild card weekend unfolded Giants just beat the Vikings Daniel Jones throws for 300 he ran for 78 and after yeah. the game um uh, was it Saquon uh, yeah. calling him an elite quarterback um, and, you know, that's rough. A, a lot of the metrics put him actually outside of the top 32, which, um, you know, is is interesting because there's 32 teams in the league. There's on some teams multiple quarterbacks who do things better than Daniel Jones. But right now you can say he is a winner and the team has found a formula that works for him. And I don't know what the rest of Daniel Jones career looks like. But, um, you know, I'd, I'd say that's a nice job to go into Minnesota and get the victory and make several plays along the way. Styles
5: make fights, right? I mean, that was my yep. uh, upset wild card pick of the weekend. That one hit, and Daniel Jones played a great game. He deserves a lot of credit. Elite, we're uh, we're doing a little bit of jumping there, uh, for, trying to get to average for Saquon Barkley, but he did play really, really well.
3: They got an outstanding coaching staff there. No and question. We, and we talked about that going into we talked about that going into the season when you mentioned the Giants and we were breaking down the NFC East. Can this guy make a difference? This guy made a difference in Week One when he decided. To win a game at Tennessee, changing the culture of that organization. Yeah, they had a little bit of a bad lull, like in the middle. But you know, they, they everything they've done with it, whether it be Brian Dayball, whether it be Mike Kafka, Wink Martindale at defensive coordinator.
2: That's what that's the elite thing. That's that's yeah. that's to me. Yeah.
3: They've got they've got they've got coaches. You know, no longer do you have just bumbling, foolish coaches on that staff that are you know. You know, we kind of finally saw what Daniel Jones is capable of doing during a season with some coaches that actually know what the hell they're doing.
2: So salute to them, and, and maybe if those scouts can get them a few more players, they, they could make a run. I, I don't think they make a run beyond the next round, uh, but it's definitely a successful season in progress They
3: remind me very much of the team that we had in Green Bay in 92 that just missed out on the playoffs that went 9-7. and seven. We were one game away. If we beaten Philadelphia and gone 10-6, and six, we were in. From that point on, you got Reggie White, you got you added some players and all that, and then we won a Super Bowl. That team very much reminds me of a team that's going to get talent and they're going to they're going to draft the right way. They're going to be a team you're going to have to be reckoned with.
2: Buffalo just kept letting Miami in mm-hmm. the game one after another. Is there any concern or do you think that's like, they get the nerves out and they get refocused. I thought Josh Allen was just a little too casual with some of the things that he was doing.
4: Yeah, Josh Allen was a uh, was a problem for them. They start the game so great. And then he's, uh, I mean, ever since the elbow, it seems like things have not been quite the same for him. I thought he would run more, and his accuracy had some big issues, and the Dolphins just played it in a way of, like, Josh Allen's going to find some trouble. Let him – we'll just bait him into that trouble. Yeah. He will
2: do that. Let's he, just punt and let him make a mistake.
4: Yeah, he'll he'll do some careless stuff, and and some stuff was not necessarily on him, guys dropping passes or whatever, but uh, but Josh Allen is not playing like a Mahomes is playing right now, and I think he needs to run the ball a heck of a lot more. No, yeah. that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought it was like, okay, it's playoff time. We unleash the beast here, and that's
5: the biggest advantage you have. And they didn't really do a ton of that. No, it was surprising. I will say, my gosh, that fourth and one situation with Mike McDaniel, what in the bleep. Now, afterwards, he says that he thought that they had got the first down. That's what was articulated to them. So they had an issue there where they had a, you know, a first and 10 personnel grouping out there. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now it's fourth down. Now we've got to reshuffle things. But if there's one thing Skylar Thompson should be able to do, line up and get you a half yard. He was damn good at that at Kansas State. I didn't understand why that took so long to get the play call in, but some coaching malpractice at the end of that game for Mike Medina, a learning experience for him, and what was really a great year for the Dolphins, despite all the injuries that they dealt with the quarterback.
3: Kind of felt like there was a lot of pressure on Josh Allen, especially in this playoffs. This guy was talked about as being the MVP of the league we're talking about a team that had Super Bowl aspirations and stuff like that. I mean, I got in a discussion with folks on Twitter this week and about that. They're like, oh, no, a ton more pressure on Dak. I'm like, no. The, the, the guy at the Buffalo is the one that's got the pressure on him. Yeah. He's the one that everybody, all the expectations, he hadn't been playing very well here the last few weeks.
2: And now everybody with the Chargers is going to have pressure on them going into next year as, as one of the biggest stunning comebacks in history uh chargers uh, fall to the jaguars that was unbelievable okay cowboys bucks tonight at 877-881-1053 um you know like i said in crosstalk i i'm not confident in a cowboys victory i'm gonna defer a lot here today because this is your party this is your cowboy playoff game just know that i'm not confident and i'm doing everything i can to as, as chase said keep the the good vibes going um I think if you if you believe Tom Brady isn't going to know exactly how how to beat the Cowboys with their issues, particularly at the other cornerback spot. Um and their inability to stop the run uh, unless they have the perfect personnel groupings in there, he's, he's going to torment you. You know, T- Tom Brady has has more experience doing this than anybody in NFL history. He's smarter than all the coaches. He can cross things on the field. If you make any mistake in coverage uh, with uh, 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 an assignment, with filling gaps, he's going to find that, come back to it, and I'm I'm thinking it's 30 to 16. Okay, that's the last I'm going to say of it. That's the last I'm going to say of it. That's my prediction. It's tradition. As we go into the game, we give our predictions. It's out there now. Let's see what you guys have to say. The truckrec.com fan text is open. Please leave your name and city you're texting from. Brian, how you see in this game?
3: Yeah, I've got Dallas winning this game, 27-23. I, I know oh, the I know yes. the I know the Buccaneers have lost the guys this year. Desmond Ritter, Jacoby Brissett, they've lost to P.J. Walker, Mitch Trubisky. Guys like that. I mean, I, I you know that to me, this is a team on paper. We could talk about the health and stuff like that. Yeah, they're getting their defensive tackles back. I do think they've got some issues along their offensive line, and I think that your Cowboys pass rush is going to kind of figure out some things. I think you're going to move Parsons around. You know, we'll see how much Tampa is into trying to like keep him out of the game, but I could see some other guys winning in this game one on one. So I think defensive pass rush is going to be. Uh, uh, be very good in this game. So to me, I, I got the Cowboys 27-23.
4: Gosh, that fires me up. Walt Does that fire you up over there a little bit. Fires me get up. I want all the
5: the Cowboy win predictions that that I can get. How how much confidence are you leaking
4: currently? Uh, all of it. we okay, so you were you were having nightmares about Brady last night, uh-huh. even though Emmett Smith was on the ceiling above the bed. Yeah, it was it was Brady that was on your mind. Yeah,
5: and I I said this last year. After that 49ers game, they gotta prove it to me in the postseason. I can't, I I can't continue to just pick them because I love them and I'm a Cowboys fan and I'm gonna wave my Cowboys thong around. And you're a journalist for crying out loud, Wolchuk. 24-23, Bucks and Brady does it again. I think if this game's close in the fourth quarter, he's going to find a way. The Cowboys have to stomp on them early, and you cannot allow them to get back in this game. Otherwise, Brady is going to do what Brady does, much like we saw the Packers and Aaron Rodgers do. They will come back, and they will rip your hearts out in the fourth quarter. It's just what will happen. But you're wearing your Roger the Dodger shirt today. Yeah, because guess who's the last uh, time we got the win in the Navy's? Roger the Dodger against the Rams. The last time the Cowboys won in the, in the playoff blues was mm-hmm. Roger the bleeping Dodger. Yep.
4: I like the message you're sending right now. So I like the vibe I'm you're sending I'm trying to give right out now. all
5: the good juju, but unbiasedly, I think this one comes down to a final Brady drive, and I think he does, and I don't think the Cowboys are able to get the pressure and make the play because they failed to do it lately.
4: It all comes down to trust, and and the Cowboys are the better team here, but who do you trust in the playoffs, especially in their own house? It's going to be Tom Brady. Tom Brady welcomes these moments. He flourishes in these moments. He rises to the occasion in these moments. He is never more comfortable than when things are insane, and it's playoff time, and it's do or die, and it's put it all on the bleeping line. No one's better, and sadly, no one's worse than the Cowboys in these moments. So my trust is just not there either, and I have to go 23-20.
2: Twenty three twenty. Okay, so we are three to one uh, bucks. But the good news is, the person on this show that knows the most Hello. about football, Brian brought us go, sees the Cowboys getting the dub.
5: Woo! Victory I mean, forty to The
2: post game show. One of one of Brian's votes is worth like ten of ours. Yeah, he's The so Cowboys all are winning ten this ten to three.
5: I forfeit I just, my vote for you,
2: Brian.
3: I just, you know, what they need to do is they need to find a way to get after this Bucks offensive line. They, You know, they've got a center that's in there that hasn't played the entire season. You know, find a way to kind of wear him there down. You know. Take advantage you know, of him. Their left tackle has not been. Even you talk to the people in Tampa Bay, they will tell you that their left tackle, Donovan Smith, has not played well at Fourth all. Fourth most
4: penalties of any tackle in the sport this year. Nope. He, uh, we're going to get one. We're well, going to get one of these holding calls. Well, they better damn well get a holding well, call. They we're going to get
3: more than one. They haven't got a holding call since the Green Bay game in Week Ten. You shut your mouth. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I, you know, we with, care about we, the truth on this show, Broda. No, Stop with, saying that. Are with, you serious? With the with the yeah, it's the absolute truth. You know, to me, I just find a way. You have to find a way to break this Buccaneer offensive line down. You know that, you know. I can say if they don't do that, you guys' predictions are good. I, you know, I just feel like though in this game though, we haven't seen it, uh, we, you know, we haven't seen it in a while. But I, I, there's something about Parsons and playing against Donovan Smith. I think that I really, really like about this game. Well, I hey, you're
5: onto something there, Cowboys. I mean, you look at their sack, their their, their pressure numbers, right? They're they're first or second in the league. And Brady was near the bottom of the league in multiple categories against pressure this season. 29th in QBR, he had a 6.7 QBR when pressured. And 31st in yards per attempt. He also threw the third most interceptions in those situations. Pressure
2: is king. If the Cowboys can win at the line of scrimmage, then they will win this game tonight. I like that. That's some chicken soup for your Cowboys soul. Josh from Sulphur Spring sees it 31-20. Cowboys. Have a great show, gentlemen. Says Churd in SoCal. Thank you so much, Jared, mm-hmm. for making us part of your day. Gerald in Fort Worth is calling it thirty-eight ten Cowboys. Okay. Gerald, uh, Jared in Carrollton, twenty-three sixteen Cowboys. Two five four. So none of you guys are smoking a brisket tonight. Not even a burger. I'd, Work love, I'd love to smoke a fifty brisket. If you'd like to come in and do a pre-game show and a postgame show for me, I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah I'll well, be here till one a.m. Smoke and, a brisket. Yeah, and and have a crawdad boil. Yeah. Okay, uh, 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 let's get out there, smash them in the mouth, and keep our foot on their throat. Bucks twenty eight twenty. That's from Ray in Arlington. He has Dak throwing two picks as well. Lucas sat in Portland last night. One forty to one twenty three. The final. It's crazy how bad their defense can be some nights. They'll be off the next two evenings and then host at Atlanta. Okay, uh, we have the G-Bag of the Day coming up at 2.30, curated by Lucius Alexander. The show goes until 4, and then Cowboys pregame show is going to start. Chia following brought us. I'm going to sit in with you guys if you don't mind. Sure, yeah. Uh, 30-year trend, no road playoff wins, and why that actually does matter this evening. Does it matter to you? That's coming up next here. It is the G-Bag Nation on your home of the Cowboys on a Cowboys Monday, 105.3 The Fan.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will come.
2: All right, welcome back, nation. GBag of the day is coming up at 2.30. It is the Cowboys Specs tailgate pregame show. That's right. The official Cowboys pregame show is coming up at 4 o'clock. This is the Specs tailgate. Will the Cowboys break a 30-year trend and win tonight? And why it matters at 877-881-1053? Why does the 30 years matter to you? It does to me. I'll tell you why segment here of the g-back nation is brought to you by the frankles if you're hurt in an accident and it's not your fault call the frankles 214-333-3333 go to truckwreck.com um yeah first win over tom first playoff road win in 30 years are the streaks they're looking at uh and the team is is insisting that what has happened in the past has nothing to do with the now um What do you make of that streak? You know, I guess where I'm coming from here, just to lay it out for you, and then I want your guys' thoughts is, you know, they say organizations win championships. And when a team is really bad, they say, oh, well, you know, that organization is trash. That's why the Commanders, the Lions, the Browns, for a long time, the Cardinals, um, you know, can't get out of their own way. So you can't have it both ways. We know organizations win championships. We know bad teams stay in the cellar. What you are over the last 30 years isn't a coincidence. It's how your leadership looks at winning and what it takes to win and what they're willing to settle for at quarterback. Had an undrafted guy, now you have a fourth-round guy. Build teams that only make the playoffs. Never go for it. This is what you're going to get. Teams that can't go on the road and win playoff games. Who do? Hall of Fame quarterbacks front offices that stockpile their teams with high first-round picks because they go through a couple, two, three-year period where they're really, really bad. They're willing to rebuild. Cowboys aren't willing to rebuild. So they get a Micah Parsons, you know, but they don't get the collection of great players in a condensed period of time that going all the way to the bottom gets you. So you're willing to settle for, for just good enough franchise quarterbacks you don't go through stretches of time where you're picking in the top 10 and accumulating legit five-star blue chip players and your front office believes in conservatively managing the salary cap so what you get are teams that a aren't good enough to win multiple playoff games and certainly aren't good enough to win road playoff games the last time you were maybe that good, well, it was with Jimmy Johnson, and then maybe Parcells had you headed in that direction, but you know he got old and and wanted to retire. So the Cowboys not winning road playoff games is a result of how they build teams. So absolutely, the guys today, the guys today, they have an opportunity. To change that history, but in the end, they are the 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 end product of a team that looks at team building the way that the Cowboys do. The only thing that really takes teams outside of their leadership a visionary GM, um, a, a Hall of Fame quarterback happened in Indianapolis with Peyton Manning, happened in Denver with Peyton Manning, happened in Tampa with Tom Brady. But other than those guys like dropping in, Kansas City Chiefs couldn't win a home playoff game for four decades. What'd they get? Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Now they win home playoff games and road playoff games and they go to the Super Bowl. You know, that's what does it. So I would say, yes, you know, unfortunately guys like Tony Romo and Dak Prescott aren't good enough to win road playoff games until the front office stocks their team one way or another, either overcommitting finances or dominating drafts, you know, like the 49ers do. 49ers also have a visionary head coach. So, you know, I, 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 I think this is just this roster is a continuation over the last 30 years. That's where I am. And we need somebody to appear here like Tom Brady. You know, he made the Patriots for 20 years. You got Belichick now. Why can't he do it? Oh, well, it's, it's because the Hall of Fame quarterback left. So, you know, you, your front office, your organization is going to dictate how good you are. The only trump card is a Hall of Fame quarterback. And here we are now, like, spinning our wheels and hoping something changes. But, man, I, 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 I definitely don't think it will. And I think we need the head coach to recognize that. We need the head coach to be able to go into the Jones' office and say, guys, our quarterback isn't good enough and the, the depth isn't good enough. You have to spend money if we want to win road playoff games. We have to uh, pick one of these next two years that I'm under contract with and attack free agency with full gusto and full force. That's what you need from a head coach not a head coach that's willing to let the Joneses dictate reality. They don't know how to win a championship. That much is obvious. I held the floor for too long. What do you guys think? Well, this coach has won a championship before. I think
4: this quarterback has shown that he's better than just good enough uh, a lot of times, and and his Hall of Fame uh, potential is still all the way out there. And a night like tonight would really, I would say, propel that, right? Everything's out in front of him tonight. And for as much as team building and getting the blue chips, I think they got a lot of blue chips when you, when you look across the roster, there's plenty of blue chips to go around. They they won 12 games. They're going up against a team that is sub-500 with a point differential that's uh, negative 45, I believe, on the season. So I think they have a very real chance to go in there tonight and and get the victory. Now, can they go on a huge run? That's remained to be seen, but winning to tonight's game and getting the ball rolling, I think is, there's a very real chance they can do that, and the Vegas is telling you they are the better team, despite the, all the ways they've team-built, and I think Micah Parsons is a blue-chip player. Zach Martin still absolutely is. I think at times, Demarcus Lawrence is a blue-chip player pretty much all the time. Trayvon Diggs, blue-chip player. CeeDee Lamb's become that. Tony Pollard is that, and Dak is on any given day can be that. Hopefully today's that day. You go into Brady's house and beat him in the playoffs for the first time in, a, in an organization's history, the first road game in 30-plus years, you're talking about laying the foundation for that Hall of Fame second half of your career, Dak. It's all right there for you. It's a huge legacy game. And you got a coach on the sideline that's done it before. He did it with the Hall of Fame quarterback. He needs his, he needs his quarterback now to step into that light.
5: And it's all there for him. Yeah, it's uh, this is a huge game for, for Dak and building that foundation of, hey, can you be the guy? If they lose tonight, then absolutely. We're going to be having conversations the entire offseason on do you need to move on from your quarterback if you want to take the next step. No matter if you're a Dak Prescott fan, or if you have always been the anti-DAC Prescott crowd. Because there's nobody that's in the middle, right? It's either like, hey, you're one way or the other. That's why it gets toxic anytime you start talking about Dak. But overall, Gavin, I have to agree with the majority of what you said. The last 30 years, you as an organization have failed and you have left the standard to be the likes of the Lions and Washington. That's where you are.
2: Jerry even acknowledged it talking about Romo's career. Biggest regret, not doing enough to get him a Super Bowl. I
5: mean, it's the, the proof is in, hey, you haven't reached a conference championship game. in the NFC, who are the other teams that have not done that, it's those two. So, absolutely, you have failed to succeed in the postseason. A big reason why is... You refuse to ever actually
2: rebuild. Brian, I hate to shortchange a man of your wisdom, but do you have like 30 seconds of your take on this topic?
3: Yeah, you, you weren't good enough to beat the Rams on the road because of your defense. You lost to the Packers on a missed call, and you were a botched hold away from beating Seattle on the road. Maybe history changes or looks at you a little differently if somehow you can win those road
0: games. It is time now for the G-Bag of the Day. Here's Lucius. And a happy Monday to you, sir. Hey, man, happy Monday to you, too. You're making a lot of sense there, Dawson. Well, thank you. Yeah. But i try st- not to be too negative, though. I feel thank you. Thank you
2: to Chia Follow for coming back strong with a positive you. take. Had to I just, you know, lawyer it up there, man. Because
4: yeah. yeah. You got
0: a chance to change a lot of minds tonight, baby. Get a dub. Come on, change my mind. So, yeah, when you said Arizona, though, my mind got stuck with the Cardinals and how heartbreaking it was to see Emmett Smith um, suit up in a Cardinal uniform. <clears throat> that was. Boy, yeah. that was a young Lucia sitting by the TV saying, I'll be yeah. damned. What, what is bro. this? What is happening here? Yeah, why the no. helmet's so damn big? Were you rooting for him? <laughs> the helmet was good. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to see him do good, but I, it just yeah. didn't make sense. Yeah. You know? Still doesn't. Lucius. It still doesn't. Yeah, I can see it right there. Oh, it looks so bad. All right, let's see. Kevin Harlan is our winner. The curse of Harlan strikes again. Here he is uh, cursing Steph Curry earlier this season. Steph Curry is at the line. He has not missed this year.
1: Kevin, uh, why, why, so why? 22. That is you, Kevin. Uh, I am so sorry. <laughs> Hilarious. He's why? not sorry. Oh, either. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like how he still keeps going with the stats and everything, where everybody just tripping. <laughs> yeah. Here he is getting Kyrie Irving the other day. Here is Irving at the line. He has only missed 11 free throws in 118 taken. Are you serious? Now, are you serious right now? I mean, you, you, you've got to throw that stat out <laughs> while he's at the line. Why can't you say it after his second free throw? 91% free throw. The Harlan <laughs> curse <injuries laughs> continues, <laughs> people.
5: I mean, <laughs> why? Wow. We need
4: Reggie Miller in studio today. Every time Gavin goes on an anti cowboy rant, yeah. we just need to hear Reggie saying, why? 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Gavin just powers through.
2: Okay, here we go. Optimistic Gavin, Cowboy Gavin will ride before the end of this show. Yes, I guarantee it. I I'll find something it. to to see the see the light with here, Lucius.
0: <laughs> he sucks. You, hey, did you guys watch the Anthony Taylor Idris Virgo fight at all this weekend? No, no, no sir, sir, I did not. I didn't watch it. It was on the Denza Danza app or whatever. Mm. Yeah, but I heard mm. Anthony Taylor got washed. And it's funny because he did most of the talking, mm. you know, pre-fight. You know what I mean? Yep. And he got washed. This is very hilarious, right? Here he is uh, doing a face-off with Idris, and he's singing the song Freaking You, which is kind of strange. They're face-to-face, their shirt's off. You know, he's supposed to be, like, doing a little trash-talking right here, staring each other down with the intimidation. This is not intimidating. Yeah, I don't
1: know what he got going on, but I got... Hey, every time I close my eyes... Oh, we've been no person. Oh, we've been we, so on person? Are we person. I can't get you uh, out of uh, my mind. No. Cause just is all I need. Go! I will fight you any day, and that's tomorrow. That's believe I'm gonna <laughs> come out with victory. Yo. I'm about to take you down. No, you ain't. I'm about no, to you take you down. No, We're taking
0: you to strip club. No, you ain't, no. man. Strip club? We go. We, we to take some girls. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, the the hell
3: hell is, is
5: going on? on? <laughs> what is <laughs> going on? <laughs> yeah, Peyton feeling alive. He's a magnet.
0: Let's see what else here. Oh yeah, this is him. The
1: fight too. I don't know what he got going on, but I got my Spongebob mode going on out here. What? Ain't nothing he going to do to me I ain't seen. But after the fight, ladies, I'm in room uh, 523. You know where I'm staying at? Hilton Wembley. What's good? After I whoop his ass, let's get it. He got washed. He got washed. <laughs> yeah. He probably was in the
0: emergency room after the fight to go check yeah. on himself.
3: Did he say he was on his Spongebob?
0: Yeah, he's on yeah. the Spongebob. We'll just have to look up that, that to
3: London General Room five hundred two. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I could do him some, some pre-fight entertainment though. This guy's got a, a post-fighting career.
0: No, yeah. yeah. Entertainment plus a yeah, little voice too that goes yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need yeah.
2: this guy talking boxing like
0: that uh, Molinari guy. Yeah. Once he retired, the fun really started. Yeah. yeah, this guy sounds like a bully in Family Matters or something. <laughs> Uh, let's see. How about this lady that had enough dealing with the customer service? You guys ever worked in customer service, answering calls and trying to talk people off the ledge? No, I have not. Yes. Oh, hey, wait. Uh, it's it's called the post-game show. <laughs> 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 Hysterical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Bray-us>. Thank you. <laughs> nice work, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you said you worked at where, Dawson, Mr. General? America Online, uh, Seattle, oh. Washington, 1995. America Online. Hey, yeah. so my disc ain't working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. disc is not working. Yeah. Uh, a lot of yeah. disc problems. I got the 28-8. And- yeah, <laughs> it's not going through here. What so what I need to do again? I'm it in one? Uh Yeah, here you go. This lady's had enough. I think she just she became possessed, a demon, talking about cable. Ma'am, there
4: isn't anything that. No, ma'am, no. there isn't any reason for me to. Ma'am. I'm mean, being true little.
1: Timebreaker! You'll have some personal foul language! I like said,
0: supervisor! No! Here we go. God. Okay. No, okay, ma'am. Alright. No, okay. No, okay,
1: give no. me. Yeah. Don't say another word to me! me <laughs> God <laughs> <laughs> kind of I'm gonna put you on hold, man.
0: <laughs> wow. I'm guessing bro, she's you crazy, bro. Somebody might be married to that. <laughs> crazy, oh, bro. Yeah, I'll put her on the phone too if I was having trouble with the, the cable company or something. But you know what? I got one for you. We'll let her t- let you talk to this yeah, one. Yeah, everybody. Everybody
4: needs a get bleep done person in their lives. Woo, that is definitely it. the person in, in their lives. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Handle my phone
2: calls. That was horrible. Yeah. General's crazy. I disagree with this take.
1: All right. Thank you. He's crazy. He's crazy, it's crazy yeah. man. He's crazy. Crazy. Out You're there. full of
2: bleep, Dawson. Right on. There you go. Keep him coming. Damn baby. right Keep I am. <laughs> yeah. Go Cowboys. Any of the nominees, Lucius. Oh, man. Soon you said full of bleep. I forgot
0: that I left my pears at home. I really did. Man. It's going to mess up my clock. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got it. Uh,
2: I forgot my thigh, my fiber thins on my Bigfoot hunt. I'm all back. You up. see what I'm saying, yeah.
0: bro? This is your old Ate a lot up, of bacon man. and fajita meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Thank yeah. you, dog. Let yeah. me hang for a second, yeah. but it's all right. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bible slide. You guys ever heard of the cha cha slide? Yeah. Cha cha real smooth. Uh-huh, <laughs> <sure>. But again, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yesterday was a church day. All right. We about to have some spiritual milk. To the left.
1: Spiritual milk.
0: Take
5: a step of faith. Pray once this time. Pray on the devil. Let's stomp.
2: on tradition, Let's stomp. Bible slide, real smooth.
0: Now, crazy job <laughs> <laughs> This I was like some this. fun. I there like you that.
2: go. Yeah. Is it the curse of Kevin Harlan strikes again? Is it Anthony Taylor talked trash and got beat up? Hmm. Lady had enough of the customer uh, or the Bible slide. I'll go with Kevin Harlan.
0: Rock on that Bible slide, baby. Okay, Lucius. Oh, I'm definitely going with the lady screaming a hardcore metal song. Okay, we are terrible. (laughs) We need to juxtapose that that with with Basky's Shut
1: Up. (laughs) up.
5: Wow, that was a roar. She kind of sounds like the lady that calls into uh, Fine Bombs or Cow Turd, the Cow Turd lady. She does call
2: into Fine Bomb, Mm -hmm. I think, talking about Cow Turd. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Phyllis uh, is her name. Yeah, Phyllis. Yep. Yeah, Ooh. I'm going
5: to go with the Phyllis sounding lady because that was some of the most jaw dropping audio.
2: It's I think two to, to one to one.
3: Yeah, how about that? I'll go with the lady. Yeah, you know. she got me. on. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Score
1: of three. Oh, oh
2: passion, baby. <laughs> and your new G bag Day champion. It's a lady that has had enough with the customer service. <laughs> okay, brought us across uh, these corners. Coming up next, where are we going with it? Yeah, let's talk about some of the matchups for this game tonight. We'll do that next. Thank you Lucius. Here's Broadus with Krusty's Corner.
3: Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh it's funny I just during the break I was looking at a video of uh, Joe Burrow coming to the game yesterday and he had on just like a normal jacket and a t-shirt and like a bucket hat. Like he was just
0: going to the mall.
3: Yeah, he had a bucket hat and all it's that. It's
0: not a big game to me, bro. I'm just going to pick up some kicks and yeah, going back home.
3: He was he <laughs> I mean it's Joe and he he goes through the metal detector and he he taps Chris Collinsworth on the back and just keeps walking and Collinsworth didn't even like don't even know who he is. <laughs> he's just like you know. He's just kind of like, ah, okay, who are you, dude? In the bucket hat and you know jacket and shirt like that. Just keeps walking along there. So Collinsworth, I'm like, I'm watching it
4: right now. That's incredible.
3: It's like Collinsworth's Like, okay, what's this dude like? <laughs> hit me in the back I was, for? Like, did
1: I miss something?
3: <laughs> he did. He was he totally missed. Here's a quarterback, you know, winning quarterback coming out there and tapping you on the back, and you're just kind of like, don't know what the hell's going on. Kind of way broadcast sometimes. <laughs> anyway, um. Yeah, let's talk about these matchups tonight and some of the areas I think that, you know, I mentioned it earlier about about the, the Cowboys winning. Yeah, the, well, I know I picked them to win, and so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I, I just do feel like that they're going to have an opportunity against this Buccaneers offensive line, and I know that Brady, you know, gets it out quickly. I mean, he's one of the best in the league at doing that. There's no question about that. What kind of coverage the Cowboys play? I, you know, tonight you're going to get Xavier Rhodes in this football game. You're going to get him playing. Um, he's likely when they go to nickel, he's going to be the outside corner. That means Bland's going to go inside, and then with Diggs on the other side. So. That's how they're gonna match up with these guys across the board, Evans, Jones, and Godwin. And aren't they three wide receiver sets all the time? Majority so of the I mean, game. Majority of the game. So yeah. You're gonna So
4: Rhodes is gonna get a, a healthy helping. He is oh, going yeah.
3: to, he's going to get a healthy helping of this football game. I we'll we'll see how much they actually do mix in right. But I, I, a lot of it I do believe how it goes early in this game with with Rhodes. You know, if he can hold up, he's a veteran guy. We all understand he's got length he's got toughness he's the kind of guy that Dan Quinn loves playing at corner i've mentioned this before he just can't run he's not the he's not the fastest guy so how do you play now? Now here's this tough man. That's it's, tough. It's you, like I got
4: this badass quarterback man. He can't you throw got, for damn, but, but you got to be physical. Quarterback.
3: You got to be physical at the offensive line, uh, excuse me, at the at the point of attack, mm-hmm. and on you know if you're playing press man. And that's what I would do with these guys. I am not giving Tampa any opportunity with any off coverage stuff. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let him double move. I'm not going to let him have inside routes. I'm going to take my chances of lining up and just trying to play jam coverage and make these make Tom Brady have to hold that ball. Make this a game where the Cowboys have to make make it a contested catch game. Hell yes. Because we've seen before Godwin, Evans, those guys have dropped balls before when you play contested football against them. Julio Jones a little bit different different guy when it comes to that cuz he's got the size. He's got that build. Evans is a big guy too, but not like Jones. But when you fight those two for the ball, Evans and Godwin they they will they will they will kind of they'll lose a little bit of a concentration thing. I, I'm just not letting these guys have free access and routes. I'm not letting them run routes where all of a sudden Brady's just firing the ball to the outside and it's seven yards off, and then you break a tackle and it's another seven or eight yard gain. Just, Amen. I'm just not going to play that way tonight. Muck it up, man. And Make I, it dirty yeah, for him I, inside. I hope so. I hope so with Dan Quinn. I hope that's exactly what And these different.
5: officials have really been letting them play so far in these playoff games.
3: Yeah, it's the Craig Woller stat. And I'm trying to think because I know playoff crews are different because they're all-star crews, but I did see yesterday in the Buffalo game, uh, uh, our, a lady official was working, and she's normally with the referee in that game. So I wonder if in wild-card games... They keep the same crew. They keep the entire crew, and that's who works the game. Craig Wallerstad, we mentioned him last week, really limited on the uh, roughing the passer penalties. So I'm taking some shots on Brady. Let's see if he's going to call him this game. But they're not really, really, really big on the, on the uh, pass interference penalties or the defensive holding penalties as well. So maybe that would be an opportunity for the Cowboys to play a little bit tighter. I mentioned the matchup about Donovan Smith – I feel like he's the weakest link on this uh, on this Tampa Bay offensive line, the the left tackle. They and, know
4: that too, right?
3: Yeah, the Cowboys absolutely knew. Well, know the bu- that.
4: the Bucks know that. The Bucks know this the, guy's not any
3: good. The Bucks know that as well. And so, to me, I to this day, I am getting as many rushes in this game against Donovan Smith. I am I am trying to create problems for him. I'm trying to create problems for him with his technique because he gets off balance. He doesn't handle inside power all that well. If I'm Mike, I'm running him inside as hard as I can. Maybe a couple hard upfield rushes, get all that weight on that left foot, and then bring it back inside on him. They need to draw some holding calls. We'll see if these officials will call some holdings in this game. We mentioned it earlier. Dallas hasn't got a holding call on defense from, from from their rush since week 10 against the the Packers I that mean it's just insane it's crazy bro. it's unbelievable crazy yeah, to believe insane. that but they they could do it against this guy because they could break Donovan Smith down in the technique
4: well, and he's he's got the fourth most penalties at the tackle position this mm-hmm. year so yeah. he's good to just uh just hang on for dear life hold you get the flag
3: absolutely make it make it as difficult as you can on him to have to make those blocks because I think that'll be a prompt for him Let's see how good that Ryan Jensen's feeling in this football game. He hasn't played the entire season. And so now coming off a knee uh, surgery, there was a lot of question about him coming into this game. Would he play? Would he not? They activated him today, so he's going to play. If I'm Hankins, I I, I put a guy right up on his nose. He's kind of a lighter guy. And so what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and walk him as much as I can. I'm going to make him have to deal with power, make him have to push off that knee, Maybe you can get him a little bit wore down. Take advantage of him. Uh, you know, I don't think they would put him out there if it, you know if he wasn't healthy enough to go. When I'm talking about Jensen, but he hadn't but, played all year. He hadn't played all year. So you know, if you're Hankins, you know, in Oso oh, Diggy so I played well last year. Uh, last time these two teams met, uh, Nick Leverett is uh, Leverett is is kind of a banged up guy right now. Shaq Mason on the other side is a guy that kind of gives up a little bit of power and has some problems with quickness. I'm interested to see how well that Osa and then also, though, Hankins can do inside against these guys. I yeah. think they got a good shot there uh, for that. Well,
4: hey, listen, I'd like to activate Micah Parsons on Jensen. Uh, you talk about get him worn down a little bit, second half. Hey, yeah. welcome back to the NFL. Here comes Micah Parsons right through the A-gap, a.k.a. your ear hole, bro.
3: Yeah, what you have to worry about in this game is if the, if the on the defensive side for the Buccaneers, I know we talk about Vita Vea and Hicks, but you what, you what they do is they like to bring the blitzes out of those, out of White and Levante David off those two guys on the inside rushes and stuff like that. So you got to be able, it's going to be tough because you, you want to secure those down guys first, and then those blitzers come behind those rushers. So now you got to be ready. You, you know, those big bodies, you can't always see these rushers uh, show up. So you have to be aware inside because that's how they were able to get to Dak last time in this game they They were able to kind of bring those blitzers, bring those guys up the middle, and that affects Dak the way he plays. So be mindful of that the three inside guys for the Cowboys, I think having Biotis back at center really really helps you in this regard. Kind of sort all that uh, stuff out there. if 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 it's me in this game, I'm attacking that Carlton Davis, the third number twenty four is a guy that I'm absolutely going on. I think I think Jamal Dean. On the other side is a really good player. I think they play – Antoine Winfield will play some in the, in the slot. Let's see how he plays and reacts with Lamb. Lamb was really, really poor the last time that these two played. So let's see if he could take advantage of Winfield out of the slot. But if I'm, I'm looking at a guy to attack – Carlton Davis, the third, number 24, would be the guy that I would absolutely go after. Kellen's got
5: to get CD moving around, and I also want to see T.Y. Hilton take the Noah Brown snaps. I don't think that they'll do that, but I think you need to get T.Y. Hilton I think there's a good tonight.
3: opportunity. I think you're going to see more T.Y. Hilton in this game. I really, really do. I, just the fact that but reliable, how quick he is. Yeah. We've seen him make some big plays on third down. I know he had a drop you know, in the, in the the in the Commanders game and stuff like that, but... That's a big play guy for you that's played, had some had some experience in these types of games. Got to go with it for him.
2: Thank you, Brian. There is Krusty's Corner during the Cowboys Specs tailgate pregame show here on The Fan. We are an hour and five minutes now from the official Cowboys pregame show with Chiafalo and Broadus. Coming up next, Cowboys links galore, including the 10 under the radar things to watch in uh, this evening's wild card matchup.